Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. My name's Bob D, and with me for this show are Darren Granger. Hello there. And a more occasional guest than we would wish, it's Tom Reed. Hello there. <laughs> Hello, mate. Uh, as most of our listeners will know, this last weekend was the store championship at Element Games. Uh, 40 players, the biggest as far as we can work out in the UK so far. And, uh, well, let's get right to the spoilers. Tom, how'd you get on? It went pretty well. Um, managed to lose round one and then walk my way through to the final. Excellent. And how did the final go? Yeah, I managed to uh, I managed to beat John Horan. So that was a throwback to five or six years ago when X Ring was uh, nice and new. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's been a while since you've won a store champ, hasn't it? Uh, some time, yeah, quite some time. <laughs> okay, um, so what are you running? So I went with uh, seven droids, um, three bombers, and four vultures. Okay, uh, and just just mention the loadout. So we went with. Um, one set of probes uh, to try and get those early locks, uh, two plasmas, and a third bomber with a concussion missile. And then we went with three vultures with discords, one naked, although everything had struts. Okay. Uh, and you're not really a swarm player? Uh, never. This was the first time in my entire X-Wing career. To be honest, okay, I was surprised that's... you could count that high. It ran out of fingers. It was difficult. <laughs> um, how did you find the worms? Did you, did you feel that you, you know you settled into them fairly quickly? Um, not as quickly as I'd have liked because I lost round one. So it was it wasn't the ideal start to the day. Um, I was out an awful lot later than I would have preferred on Friday night. Rocked mm-hmm. up after a couple of hours sleep and was welcomed by you and Far flying three silencers. And he's been on it quite a long time, and he played it really, really well. And it was a bit of a nightmare for me, and I fell out with the list quite quickly. Um, gave myself yeah, we... a bit of time, and then came back to it, and it was uh, better. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about the final in a moment, but was there, were there any games along the way that, that you found particularly difficult or interesting? Well... Round one, to be fair to it, was really interesting. It was three aces that were doing their repositional stuff. And I never really got to grips with how I was going to handle that. Um, and I didn't work out how to, to really make use of having seven ships until too late in the game. Uh, and I was already too far behind. Um, I had a couple of interesting rounds later on where I played Boba Fenn in rounds, Swiss rounds four and five. And they were both really, really interesting games. Uh, in what way? Uh, two different approaches to how Boba Fenn would be used. Um, and and the difficulties that Boba faced in, in dealing with discords and the combination of plasmas. Um, and actually, I wasn't overly convinced it would be fantastic versus Boba, but it turned out to actually be quite a nasty counter to him. Um, I spent some time watching your... Uh, your final with John, and and that was a, a pretty lengthy game um, and an interesting list. John took uh, Fenrau, Fearless Fenrau, and then I think two naked fire sprays. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, a lot of health. Okay, and that that game seemed to evolve a long time with you trying to to get damage out of the fire sprays. The fire sprays dishing 
a fair amount of shots back, but not really pushing through any damage with Fenn hovering, waiting to come in and, and start killing stuff when the field was a bit a bit clearer. How do you feel it went through the through the final? Uh, I felt it, it swung. I felt it was quite cagey early on with us both trying to fight for position and get a little bit of board dominance that we wanted. Uh, eventually, once the fire spray is committed, I felt I was in a really good place. And I managed to get the fire sprays down to a couple of three health-ish each um, for the loss of no droids and only a few damage dotted around. And then I really struggled to finish them off. Um, and I felt the game was slipping away from me. I started to lose vultures. I started to lose the ability to block and occupy the board. Um, and it eventually evolved into one vulture and all three bombers versus... Fen, who started to come in and do do his thing, um, and it was quite an interesting game from then on. With trying to hunt for the block or turn in some bombers, bombers, sorry, into into just mobile turrets to hope they can catch Fen as he comes around a corner. Um, eventually, luckily, it did result in a block and a long range shot that took Fen out. Cool, and. Did you take Sis thinking that there was going to be a lot of scum around? I wasn't sure or what was I was going to take. I wasn't sure what I was going to take, to be honest. And uh, I was having a conversation with a couple of the American guys. And basically, the overriding opinion was, if you wanted to make a cut, you took Bobba. If you wanted to win an event, you took a droid swarm. And I thought, okay, well... That's that's an interesting take on hyperspace at the moment. Let's put it to the test a little bit. I've never flown a swarm and I've never flown um, droids. So let's see what they can do. And that's basically how the day went. And there were a lot of people there trying to make cut. Um, you look at the stats from uh, the uh, store champs last weekend and out of 40 players, there were a thing. I'm just doing, looking at the, the stats I think 14 were flying scum. Yeah, it was about two-thirds. Uh, or a-third. Sorry, a-third. Because that's how math works. <laughs> and um, of, the, of the 14, um, five of those 14 made the top eight, which is about twice as many as you would expect, assuming that everything was average. So I think that American thinking, Tom, Tom, is backed up by the statistics in that if you want to get into the top eight, in fact, it was only a top four cut because we only just had 40 players. Uh, but if you want to make the top end of an event, then taking scum is definitely the way to go. Um, Darren, you were a, a player who went down the scum route with, I think, the Bofrost list. What was your thinking behind uh, uh, running such a popular choice? So for me, it was um, very rock, paper, scissors. Um, and we, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. So um, my three choices were first order, uh, droid swarm, um, similar to the Duncan Howard list, or Bofrost. Um, for that, um, as I say, that rock, paper, scissors place where the meta is at the moment, uh, Bofrost beats Aces. Uh, I faced Ewan Far. I think it was round three. So the the, the list that Tom lost to. Uh, 
Um, I faced it in round three and won 200 nil. Um, I faced a droid swarm and lost 200 to something silly uh, to knock me out of uh, the running for the cut. Um, and it's it, it's it's apparent that the, the meta is in that kind of place at the moment. And for me, it was uh, very similar to Tom, really. Um, had a, uh, uh, a later night than I anticipated the night before. Realised that all I had in my case was the four jump masters still from the UK system open. And because of the way that the cut works in the, the store championship, it's not a graduated cut. MOV matters. That list hemorrhages MOV. So it was quickly on the Saturday morning. What, what could I take that would uh, uh, I could put into a case quickly? Uh, I, I ruled out the eight droids because I didn't have the time to get out eight numbers. Um, and uh, so I rolled a dice like any good geek between uh, Bofrost and uh, First Order Aces, and it landed on Bofrost. So, uh, yeah, so I took that. Uh, my first game went very well. It was against a scum swarm with uh, David Sutcliffe. Um, it, despite, uh, I mean, th- th- I won that game on variance. He, uh, he tractor-beamed uh, Koshka onto a rock. And having rolled for the rock five times by being multiply blocked onto it and then a console fire, I took no damage from it. Like otherwise it, it and, and Koshka limped away on, on one hole to just basically just be an annoyance basically. So Bob Effect came in and uh, and cleaned up. And then yeah, a few other lists that I faced. Um, I faced John um, in my round four game, which was on the stream, which was the two naked bounty hunters and Fen Rao. Um, and again, interesting matchup. Um, could have gone either way, uh, but both Ross pulled it out. I think the um, as soon as you catch Fen in that list, um, and you've got the uh, the initiative then over the other two and the all the toys to play with because they are just two naked bounty hunters. So yeah, it, it feels to me. I don't know whether you uh, agree, Tom and Bob. That it is very rock paper scissors at the minute in terms of this beats this, but this beats this. Yeah, I think I mean, for me. Sorry, Tom, you go ahead. I was going to say, I think I, I agree in, mo- in the most part. However, I think the third part of the equation is the thing that's, that's less worked out. Um, I think lots of different things can fit the not-bobber and the not-droid-swarm element. Um, and it's trying to find something that has game against both, and that's the unanswerable question of hyperspace at the moment, I think. I, I totally agree with that. Um, it, Sis definitely, Sis Swarm definitely has game against Bobber and in Scum generally. You know, the sort of things that Scum are doing, the Sis list is very good at, at taking on even the uh, four jump masters. The volume of shots and all that sort of stuff does well against the, the sort of things we've got in hyperspace uh, for Scum. And with that in mind, it is about the third piece. And it reminds me a little bit of the 2015 meta where you had Han Solo, TIE Swarm and Phantoms. And Bobber type scum lists are filling the Han Solo slot. Uh, the TIE Swarm is obviously replicated in the Sis Swarm. But that Phantom bit is not quite as clear cut. And it's interesting, Tom, that, that you mentioned Aces because I had in mind rebel beef type lists that, that can give Bob a quite a mean time. If you've got four big guns firing towards him at PS five, that, that can be pretty unpleasant for Bob. And I, my thinking was going down the route of maybe rebel beef is the, the third piece of the rock, paper, scissors. 
Yeah, I think that that's the interesting element. There's there's probably some sort of beef list that has good game into Bobber uh, flown well. Um, although he's just most likely going to struggle into seven or eight droids. That's that's the issue, I guess you're going to come up with. Um, and how you go about solving that problem is is where you need to put all your time, I guess. Well, then we don't really have a three-pointed meta if Syswarm is just better than everything else, uh, but turns out not to be as popular as, as its success rate or its potential success, success rate would suggest. But on the numbers from the weekend, Sis didn't overperform. Um, I mean, they did all right. And in fact, better than Imperials and Rebels. But I think they, weren't, they weren't getting into the, the top eight in quite the volume you might you might hope. I mean, I suppose there were two of them out of the eight, so 25%, yeah. so slightly overrepresented. I, I would say that they're the biggest problem they come up against is really well-flown ace lists, um, multiple aces with the ability to reposition. Uh, that's what caused me the problem in the first game. Three ships that could boost and barrel roll, or both. Um, and it was flown quite well. It was flown very well from Ewan. And, and that offered a problem that the beef wouldn't have offered. And therefore, that's why I think that third part of the equation is the thing that's up for debate. We've got two lists that are probably the gatekeepers of hyperspace. And how you mix these other things into that equation is the interesting part. I mean, first order might might present the answer. Yeah, quite possibly. They've got some interesting toys that they can go to um, in the silences and some of the new stuff. So that that could be that could be the answer. Um, but then again, if you only go to the silences and you go to three of them, you are going to struggle into Bobber with Slave One. And that's where I think it's got to be some kind of hybrid. So it's maybe a silencer and some of the um, SFs because yep. they've got that double arc um, yep. and they're higher initiative than the uh, the drones. Um, yep. So they've got that game there. They can also act as blockers against Bobber and it means that even if he does reposition to try and arc dodge, well, guess what? You've got that front and back arc. Yeah, I think that's probably um, a good the other one for The other interesting one for me is um, Poe with a couple of uh, resistance A-wings uh, because, again, they've you've got an ace that's uh, pilot skill six. He's got yep. the ability to reposition and he can double reposition, yep. um, which Bob hates. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is he, he can't, they, they can't go anywhere near the uh, Bob Fenn bit. Um, and that's, that's just a watch out there. But the A-wings again, have got the front and back arc um, and are very AC in terms of engaging the droids that they can just range control at range three and chip away, especially uh, ZZ, the new one. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's probably a good shout. I would, I would say I think we're going to start to... I think generally we're going to see a decline in the popularity of Boba Fenn. I think, I think the thing that you should be thinking about if you go into a store championship is actually um, the double fire spray list. Um, that's the primary concern I'd have in my head at the moment. I think it's much, much harder to get lots of value out of Fenn over a whole weekend. Uh, or a long or a long store championship day, and therefore well, there's, two, there's two key problems I think with that. Um, the first is that, however you look at it, he is a ship that's relying on his dice. If he yeah, rolls into range one and rolls 
four blanks or five blanks, no, four blanks. He's only uh, modding one of those. Um, his offense is always very vulnerable to lack of target lock. And if he has a bad day on the dice, he's got problems. And the other problem he's got is that he's almost always stressed. And to deal with that, he's either doing a hard two or a two bank to clear it. Sometimes he has a lovely choice of a two or three forward. But generally, he becomes quite a predictable ship where his options are either to run away by taking a hard two one way or to engage harder by taking the range two, sorry, the uh, two speed turn the other way. You know, he's, he's going to go in or he's going to go out. And if you can work against those restrictions, uh, you're doing very well with Fen, I think. Yeah, I think, I think his other big problem is that the list with the two fire sprays just brings four bombs. And I think that naturally creates an issue for him that it just becomes a bit harder to get lots of value out of him. And therefore, Koshka suddenly appears to be a much more attractive choice. Well, I, I had the experience of playing Alan Watson uh, and it was a very, very close game. It was literally the uh, my modded dice against his unmodded dice and his were kinder than mine by the end of the game with my Bo Frost against his Bob Fenn. But blowing up Fenn by dropping the, the shoot and then following that up with a, with a bomb that, in fact, I didn't need uh, was, was a pretty thing to do against him. But eventually yeah. he's got to get in there, got to get to range one, got to be rolling some dice. And if the dice don't work out, then, then he's a dead piece, really. Yeah. In contrast to Bobber, where, where there's so much uh, modification and efficiency He's just a lovely thing to to have on the board. So, Fenn, I can well see, is is going to be disappearing from popularity. Yeah, I just think the the ease at which you can get much more value out of Koshka is going to mean that more people go that route. Yeah, and I, I fully agree. I mean, Koshka for me, um, in a couple of key games, was was great. So the one on stream against John. Um, where I, I just went all in on Fenn because I knew as soon as he was gone, there was my win condition, basically. Yep. Um, and the turn that I managed to not only drop a cargo chute, but also uh, get him with a bomb, it basically just pinned him down and, and took yeah. him out. Um, but Fenn is similar to a silencer in a way that they, they want to be stressed, they want to uh, reposition and get a focus, yeah. um, which Koska just loves because all of a sudden you're giving her re-rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you increase in Koshka's ability um, to reduce her variance, and therefore much more likely to find the upper end of those hits that you need consistently to push the damage through. And it almost feels to me like the curation of hyperspace, and and it has been very tightly curated, overlooked Koshka and how Koshka would interact with those stress ships, because Koshka is such a great piece against the likes of the silencers and the uh, fang fighters, that you, you, you almost think, well, you, you, Koshka might be the thing to get rid of in hyperspace rather than worrying about the Slave 1 title or, or how cheap Bobber is relative to, to other good ships. Yeah, I think Bobber being powerful isn't necessarily a problem as long as the thing that goes with him isn't above the power curve as well. And At the moment, you'd probably argue that both pieces are slightly above the the curve of of strength that you'd prefer them to have if one or other was reduced i don't think it's a problem well not only that you've got to look at uh, julian hood's list which i know your your dad also ran at the uk system open 
you've got three very efficient pieces there in Boba, Fenn and Nom Lum, um, which just means that they are kind of probably a little bit over the um, over the curve in terms of their um, efficiency. Yeah, just the raw chassis and the, the pilot abilities you get are fantastic for what you pay for. And therefore, like, like the way Julian went, you can just jam three things into a list, count to 200, go, here you go, let's see what this can do. And obviously it can do pretty good things. Yeah, I think one of the things that's keeping the, uh, the droid swarms where they are in terms of their um, ruling the roost is the, um, the, the lack of their, their, their natural enemy is obviously the trajectory simulator Venny which you've not got trajectory simulator or the um, the star fortress in the uh, in hyperspace at the minute. Yeah, it's a. I think if you're a droid player, you're pretty happy to not see any of those floating around. And there's only so much you can do with with bombs. Yeah, I mean trajectory simulator itself, I don't think is hyperspace legal, um, no, and therefore to get the bombs to work efficiently against the droids, you've got to come in live through the engage, push past the engage into a place where you can drop bombs so that you affect a few more things. Whereas what's more likely is you come in, you meet a wall of discords and vultures and potentially just get bogged down. And not only that, they block you onto your own bombs. Yeah, exactly. You you can't drop a bomb because you don't know you're actually going to move forward very far. Yeah, that's, that's scary stuff. That's scary stuff. Um, okay, just changing direction slightly, and maybe maybe a negative note. See what you two think. Uh, what do we make of the swag, the store champs? I think if you're an FO player, it's pretty good. If you're anyone else, maybe not so great. I've got to say, the art piece genuinely confuses me. Why have they bothered giving us that? Yeah, I, I can't see the value in that at all. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but if you can uh, run a list with a lot of those fancy focus token type things, that would be pretty cool. That's quite. I, I must say, uh, the actual plastic cards are very nice. But you're going to need to rack up uh, a good couple of wins in store champs to be able to use those to to form a list. Yes. So go to more store champs, I guess. Go and win lots of store champs and get yourself some focus. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> Okay, chaps, uh, we shall leave it there. And we're going to be back with you later in the week. Thank you very much for listening. In the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Bob D. Goodbye from Darren Granger. Bye for now. And and goodbye from the winner of the largest store champs in the UK so far this year, Tom Reid. See you later. Thanks very much for having me. As an elephant eats What are you at Getting terribly fat What do you think Will come Of That I don't like the look of it